Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Miss Shane Holes is here in a place of <laughs> tight bun, a tight bun, a fresh face, a tie-dye shirt, and she's ready to go, coming fresh from Montana. I've you were went full Beth Dutton. I peeked through the window. When I came in and I saw Laura on the couch and I went, oh, she's wearing a bun. It had to be done. My re-entry into just like this Monday has been rough. Even though I got back last night at like a decent time. like With Tonya? Yeah, I had to, I got back from the airport. I had to go pick up Tony from the dog boarding place. Was which, he happy like, to see you? He was, but he did not like being there. No. They had a camera that you can click onto, like if you download the app on your phone and like watch. And I kept an eye on him the whole weekend. And I was like, Tonya is not down with this place. He was like staring out the window. 
And then at one point, like towards the end of the weekend, he was just laying on like a little pallet in the corner. And I was like, he hates this place. Was he thinking of you? I think he was just thinking like, what the fuck is going on? Was he... Was he staying away from the other dogs? No, but he wasn't like frolicking with them. I think he was stressed out and like weirded out because he likes to be, he likes dogs, but he really likes to be around people and like be in the bed or be on the couch with them. I think Mango would be like that too. And he was just like, what? And then I picked him up and he was congested yesterday, like breathing kind of weirdly. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? I called them when we got home and I was just like, Hey, I noticed that Tony's like congested and he his breathing is kind of raspy and I just wondered if you guys picked up on that and if so, what time and yeah. if, and if there are any other dogs that are exhibiting those kinds of symptoms and if you've like clocked that right. at all. And they were like, "No, that's so crazy. Like he's been fine. Like we do a medical check every day and he was like totally fine." And I was like, "You're a bunch of dirty liars." I'll never take him back here again. Well, there's that virus going around Midwest right now that's killing dogs. What is it? It's this weird new like parvovirus or something, and it's killing dozens of dogs. And I think they're only... I hear a lot of horror stories about like a dog breathing kind of weirdly, and then you're like, hmm, I'll like give it till tomorrow to see if it gets better, and then they just like die overnight. No, I know. I mean, I think it's only affecting... well. I mean, how old is he? He's, three? Yeah, he's three. Okay. It's, it's like puppies and elderly, right? Yeah. But and still, like obese it's dogs. like it, the minute I read that, I looked at Mango and I was like, no, you're not allowed to go outside again. And his congestion is better today. So I feel like he it probably just, had a little kennel cough. No, I, he's vaccinated against that. I feel like it's just like being in a place that reeks of piss would make anyone get a little congested. It's like being a in a while. dorm. A freshman dorm is I'm like not a breeding a ground. I am not a fan. No, the ideal situation is like you get lodging from at a home, like someone's house who like has one other dog and they're yeah, they're I like well versed in dog care. I didn't plan well, his okay. like boarding scenario as well. So I was really this was my only option, but I was just like this taught me a lesson. I was like, I will it plan sure did. far in advance for my son. People are just lying left and right. People are full of shit. People are full of and shit. And I've got these their days. goddamn number. No, I'm like I'm in a place of like, I know you're lying. I me too I'm, I've been like in a place of like just being in public and like experiencing things seeing people seeing interactions just being like they are full of shit liars experiencing liars all around me there are liars everywhere they are and, and like, I have got my finger on the liars pulse but the best and you thing cannot to not pull a fast one on me the best thing to do though is not confront them immediately and just sort of be like you just have to take stock. I know you have to take stock and File it away. File it away. Put it in your little like mm-hmm. chip. Mm-hmm. Put it into the back of your head, and then at the the right opportune time, seek revenge. Yeah, you'll said- pull it out of your back pocket and lay the card on the table, and you will get the revenge you seek. Last night I said this to Mango because Simon took <laughs> Mango out before bed to go to the bathroom, and there's this husky in our building that is so mean to Mango and is like a bad dog, mm. and Mango just senses it, and he goes. <laughs> Like, he just does not like <laughs> this husky. Down. And we got back up and Simon said, like, you were defending us against that husky. And then I said, you were seeking slow burner revenge. That's what we do in this house. Mm-hmm. I said that. And Simon said, that's right, Mango. And Mango, I swear to God, he, he, knows. he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, something's up right now. People are wilding out. People are going crazy on social media. It I was need to a talk- new moon that like 
it made me crazy. Yeah. I went a little off the, I went off we my rocker, ranch. but I was on a ranch and that's what one does when. Under the harvest moon. Under the fucking new moon. The, this new moon was like a wild one. You went, sounds like you were at like a heterosexual bacchanalia. Do you understand? You exactly hit the nail on the head and I ha- am just not around like a lot of heteros, like no. groups of heteros. And I certainly haven't gone to many weddings. This is maybe my fourth wedding I've attended as a really? adult. Yeah, I'm just not. Yeah. I have. You might think that I have a lot of friends, but I don't really have a lot of friends. And I certainly don't have a lot of friends that are like getting married. Right. Just like a few close. I mean, who has mine. friends? Literally not me. So I'm around like just like raw heterosexuality in a way that I've never seen. Shame. And do you understand that it also was extremely Midsommar vibes? Mm -hmm. Like, because Midsommar is hetero. Well, yeah, they're like, they're all about like breeding. That's like what they do when they're together is, is Midsommar. Yeah. Like I could see it in their like crazed sense of heterosexuality in everyone's eyes. And I was like, wow, this is like, the this is a vibe it's saturnalia because i'm used to just like being in queer spaces or being with a bunch of gays and seeing like and they're always you know we're always always have a look in their eyes well no but we're i think it's just we're we're in touch that's like the day-to-day heteros need like an occasion to go yeah bonkers i think they in general are more closed off and less in touch i think queers are like have one foot in the other side. You know what I mean? They and are I think connected. Heteros are not. Most heteros are not connected. Some are cool ones are, but most are not. I tried to spread the word of low timber to yeah, the community. And it didn't go well. They're the ones that need to hear it the yeah. most. And I think I alienated some people from you. Or it was just really trying to like explain loads and especially to like women in attendance. Were they like they were just they. Did they like their not mouths, talk to you? No, they're. It's just like I could tell I was shocking them. I could tell my load temper and my. I shared my load temper goal. Of I mean, one, it, sh- of it shocks load. me. I know, but people are really shocked by load temper. But here's the thing: and someone, I think you approach it from a place of like true wonder, and I think there's. I a, have respect for my cum dumpsters and, out there, and not. And this is not condescending at all. I say this like with love, but like there's an innocence at the way you approach it because you're like sort of discovering it. Even though you're like you have lots of experience with life, I think you're <laughs> you're experiencing it. <laughs> I've had sort some of, loads. No, but I'm saying I think you. It's more of like I'm less. But even I'm though also, I clutch my pearls a little, I'm less sensitized to it because it's just my it's reality. But you know what? There is an innocence about it, but there's also a wiseness because I'm well aware of the risks of low timber. Like, I'm well versed in, like... Well, clearly as a woman. Well, yeah, but as anyone, like, as anyone, unless you're, like, really on prep. You gotta go on prep. I know, maybe. But anyways, so I was trying to spread the low timber word. People were loving it, but maybe they're shocked. But I encourage them to really, I mean, the clock's ticking, babe. Low timber is a mere like three days away. So you really got to start thinking about it. I I saw I got mango chunks. I get mango every day from Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. And I saw on the label last night, it said expired 9-1. And I and I had this right like, well, no, but I had this, I had this such a visceral reaction where I was like, holy shit, one, it's September. And then a part of me went, 
I don't Low timber is approaching. Low timber. It's like winter is coming. Yeah. Low timber is, is coming. And then what was shunking to me that I still haven't gotten over is I was trying to, I was telling, I was regaling people with lots of stories at the end of the night. I did, did Jack, who I know, was he Jack loving? loves Low timber. Is he, he gets it. He fully gets it. Hell yeah. If you're gay, you really yeah. understand. And I would say that most female listeners of this pod. They re- get it too. They fully understand. It's straight people that are just really a, like not exposed to gay culture on a day-to-day basis. But then I was like trying to tell the story of like, my trip katie perry trip to vegas and my how beyonce like brought life back into my body right. with summer renaissance yeah. because the dj at like the post wedding rave that was happening was playing the original like i feel alive. and i was like oh my god this fucking song is incredible summer and then i got taken to a place of beyonce and i was trying to have like a moment with everyone because truly in my history in my life sexy motherfucker really revives everyone and we can all rally around that common cause do you know that no one that i was around in this moment had even listened to the new beyonce album do you understand how shunking that was i'm appalled by it but i'm not surprised because it is such a queer infused album that like it makes sense that heteros would be like I'm not accessing this. Not even from like I don't like it. Just like they just just it. It's no. They do not it was see. they literally was like oh her new out. I was like they don't where? see. I swear to God, like I have this experience sometimes. We're like, saying this also with love. This oh is yeah, not love like and an light. indictment. I love of, the I love the heteros in my life. I love. You know what? We wouldn't be here if it weren't for heteros. No, <laughs> I I have respect. I have a healthy respect. We wouldn't healthy... be here. Heteros have been taking loads since the dawn of time. It's They're true. They're the original load takers think... that really know how to turn those loads into a loaf of baby. I think I have a healthy love and suspicion, which is like all I, I need. I don't but, trust but... anyone that can. That takes a load, but literally comes from loads and takes loads as like a fucking profession that is not understanding of load timber and has not listened to Summer Renaissance. But it is like, it is, they just simply do not see that. Like I, I have experiences like we were, I remember me and you were at some horrific rooftop bar in Hollywood last year and (laughs) we were walking through it on a Friday night and it was full of just straight men who weren't even like some of them. I was taller than most of them. Yeah. They simply did not see me they simply kept they you know what i mean like they taught like i think well i think they're in a place probably of fellas is it gay to look another man no 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 no. it wasn't even fellas is a place it it was not out of like hate or prejudice it was simply i was like wow they don't even register me like i had you know what i mean like i was like i want to get to the bottom of i was like it's like and nor you they were just like they were just in their own worlds and they they have no peripheral vision and it's truly like wow it's like, what's the kind of animal that only they can't see out of the sides or whatever? There's some type of animal. Anyway. Like it's a just, horse with blinders on? Yeah, it's just it's just fascinating to me. And I think... Horses are gay, though, so they're not even like... Like, horses are like a queer creature. Equine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is wild to me. I'm still shook. And I, I'm truly like... I don't understand... I just don't understand how these not one person i was like not one of you have listened not even i'm that girl <laughs> you dead would ass. think dead ass sexy motherfucker no <laughs> people are just they're not i was like what is life like for you i literally i came away being like 
I was grateful for my life and I was like, I've got shit going on and I've been a little depressed because August really gets me. August but I was like, away, like a bottle this of wine. was my fucking summer renaissance where I was like, actually, things are good. Like low timbers on the horizon. I've listened to the Beyonce album like 95 times. Yeah. And like, it's it, things are going to work out. Things are going to be okay. a new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? 
That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. This weekend was a wild... Wait, what was going on? Well, there's well just a... I was in the Wild West. You yeah, were you were the, off. You were, you were the Wild the West online. You were, <laughs> you were at the grid. Um, just a few things. Uh, I have it on the, the docket. Ooh, let's pull that up. We filled... We loaded up this <laughs> I, I sure hell... I gave this, this docket a hearty you load. It, you gave it your all. Of celeb goss. Oh, my God. There's also a lot like in the in the bravo realm. oh right okay so lisa's dog oh, lisa's no. speaking of horse lisa's infamous horse rose passed this weekend the mini horse or the big horse that she like sang a love song with and I laid on the ground the with horse. the boner I think she goes so. i fucked it to death <laughs> rose passed away sorry this is also at <laughs> 6 56 a.m Oh my God! Rose I'm passed so away sad. unexpectedly last night. A frantic dash to hospital after she collapsed. So she was in a place of hospital. Diamonds, who I think is another horse, is yeah. that the mini horse? Are they both mini horses? It's crying for her. Us too. This is a, a lot for me to process after having like a long trail ride. And you like, on the horse, really? The Beyonce cover, really? I went full but, okay, Renaissance. But what's so crazy about this tweet is that she also tweeted. I think she meant to attach a photo, but she went. Here's her taking a bath, and there was just nothing. <laughs> I'm shook by this, and truly, R.I.P. Uh, some follower tweeted at her like, "I hope Diamonds is like reflecting on good memories she had with Rose," and then Lisa tweeted at her, "She's not <laughs> honest, Queen. She she's a she's not no. because animals don't no have memories. You no. fucking idiot. You fucking fool. <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh." The Duchess of Sussex was... Has the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah, apparently. Congrats to the team. Does she really? Yeah, I think her podcast outperformed Rogan last week on well, the premiere. anything to dethrone him. Yeah. The Cut did this pretty amazing profile of her. Really? Allison B. Davis, the writer, went to Montecito and like hung out with her and Harry for the day. Cool. And she took this pretty chic photo shoot where she looked amazing she was really candid, but also, like, super, like, fully leaning into, like, being a woo-woo beyond A-list celeb. Mm-hmm. At the end of the profile, she literally handed her a harvest basket. Yeah. And was like, Chicken here, take eggs. this. Just, like, a bounty, of a cornucopia. And said, That's what take you do this. if you're in a, the you're a richest. <laughs> yeah, you're a rich bitch that lives in Montecito with, like, a beautiful a family. You're a princess. But you said... I don't think this is for me. And then you decided to just go be the most famous person in America. Like, I would expect nothing less. She and Harry share a desk, which is a little codependent. Um, I'm that is my worst nightmare. It's a little, it's a little it's, weird. Why are you doing that? They call each other my love. I love that. 
I know um, the gay couple that does that too. Really? Yeah. She asked her something like. I feel like Doreen and PK do that. They do. Mm-hmm. She asked her something. They kind of have Dorit. She kind of has Dorit energy. Yeah, she's a little bit delusional diva, a la Dorit. But she, you but can't like, not be when you ascend to that level. But she also said like. She had this pretty like blunt quote. It was something like, "Do you miss?" <laughs> low tempers. She said, "Low tempers <laughs> coming, Megan, Megan Markle." But she said something like, "Why would I miss low a temper. family that referred to?" Or like she said, "Oh, it was something about the tabloids." And she said, "Why would I forgive a business that referred to my child as the N word?" And like I was like, "She's right." Yeah. I mean, she went through crazy shit with the tabloids. All because Prince William decided to host his own low timbre. All because Prince William couldn't stop getting... And fucking Prince Andrew. Yeah, Prince Andrew, that was really the, I think, the real, <laughs> the Epstein of it all. But I forgot that the first tabloid about Meghan when it was announced that they were dating was straight out of Compton. About Meghan. Like, just... They, the, that was the headline? Yeah. Harry's new girl is straight out of Compton. That's what... The, like, I was like, holy... She's not even from Compton. No, but still, like, it's a, even if she was, like, it's just insane. I'm obsessed with, like, the editor who was like, that's the... This that's the one. what we're gonna leave with. And this with. was in 2017. No, I know. It's bonkers. But she I'm, did the right thing. I'm at... Like, there was a minute where I was kind of like, she's... She and Harry are sort of flopping a little. Like, I was sort of like... But now, I, after reading this, I'm like... No, I I'm mean, obsessed. Her plan is working. I, I know. The, the I, press and the I, PR I is working. Her. I respect her. I'm obsessed with her being like, here, take this basket of fresh produce grown in our garden mm-hmm. that our young prince and princess child playing with the, amongst the chickens. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Do it. I fucking love it. And I lived for the I like the I like the drama of a war between rich Montecito couple versus the royal family mm-hmm. is drama that I can invest in. Yeah. And I'm ready for the takedown. I think we're slowly going to reveal like who said what about whomst. Hopefully. Oh, it's coming. And they the royal family doesn't get load timber. They're getting they're getting taken down. I think they're getting slowly dismantled and there's not much that can be done about it. And I, simply, and I love that. I simply must stand Megan. We have no choice but to stand. I, I stand my and I know, icon of the valley. I, I say this knowing that I will at one point begin to resent her again. Of course. Like but every then celebrity. I say this also and I say that knowing that at one point I will stand her again and it will be like a real Housewives-esque relationship between me and Harry and Meghan. Oh, the first quote of the whole interview when they, the minute she got inside, she said, I have a secret to tell you. I so, love Housewives. And she said, I'm going back on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, ah! the tig is coming back imagine i love that pro the what the, that's a very like you secret to tell someone is I know. it going like when you got off facebook but like any sort of secret involving like your activity on social media is very like but i loved it yeah. i was like i just love her drama okay i'm excited to read this she's just she's giving me she's a performer at the end of the day me, she's, she's giving, giving me the razzle dazzle she's simply giving me icon mm-hmm. so here for Megan. Okay, I can't wait to read that. Mm-hmm. In wild what? Bravo news. Oh my God. <laughs> apparently at Sheena and Brock's wedding, 
I love Sheena's second wedding. I pray that she makes people pick up trash again at it because mm-hmm. that was an iconic move. It was. Okay, so at Sheena and Brock's wedding, Tom Schwartz made out heavily with Raquel. Okay, they probably fucked. Yeah, or it's just like heavy. Actually, I don't know if he I don't know because like honestly, I think, I think it like big. I, it's. I'm going to say this. It's hard to like successfully fuck at a wedding. Also, I don't think it's easy for him to get hard. Yeah. I mean, if you give that man booze, his fucking dick is just like a <laughs> floppy fish. But still. But Raquel said, I want that fish dick. So we're going to try something. And apparently Katie saw them, confronted them and screamed at them. And then on Instagram, it was like reported or it was like reported around like. I didn't know that part. It was like Raquel and Tom like hooked up or made out at the wedding. And then someone shared it on Instagram. Then some other rando commented and was like, Katie wasn't even at the wedding this weekend. And it was said, it said they hooked up and Katie screamed at them when she found out. Then someone commented was like, Katie wasn't even at the wedding this weekend. Then Brock commented and he said, she was, she was invited, then disinvited. Then she decided to rock up unannounced because she was coming on a girl's trip in quotes. And then Katie commented and she said, I'm simply loving all these untruths with a popcorn emoji. And I was like, you messy bitches better work your pussies this season. This all needs to be filmed. Yeah, this all needs to be filmed. I'm sure it is. And it better be fucking true. And I need to see it. And this is like directly I'm speaking to the producers, story editors, everyone involved. If you don't work it the fuck out this season... Probably nothing will happen because people will watch it, whatever. <laughs> but like, we will I know. will fucking know. And you're goddamn dead to me for that. You have one fucking shot to make a season 10 that's good and bring it back to what it used to be. And if you don't fucking do that, you're dead. That's a, that's a, that's like a, just a spiritual threat. You will put that in writing. Look, I have chills right now because I know I'm channeling truth. <laughs> you will you will experience so much fallout and destruction all around you <laughs> if you don't work it the fuck out. And I'm saying this I'm, love. No, I'm knowing this. this is a message I'm getting from the universe delivering to you right now. Make it happen. Um I I feel like I hope that that's all true. I also can see a world where Katie just wouldn't give a fuck. Because she's like, whatever. Because she's like, free now. She's like, literally, you won't break my soul. But she's, I can see her just being like, fine, go hook up with that flop. Yeah. Like, I'm getting dicked down. Like, the joke's on you. Rihanna follows me and I'm getting dicked down. But you know what? What? I think the fact, like, that it's I think Raquel. it's incredible that she and decided to get divorced from Tom. Like, that's a power yeah. move. But the sad thing is, and I, I think it, needs to be like a full-blown like we are done forever we don't talk again because i do think he is a toxic presence in her life that no matter even if they're friends he's always going to make her feel really badly about herself and he's going to do things that just reinforce that even if they are friends and can technically fuck and kiss whoever they want like he's the kind of shitty person that would make out with raquel even if he's so blackout, he doesn't remember it. It's just like, that's what you're going to get when you're fucking with Tom Schwartz in any capacity. He's he's also like, just lest we forget, he's very mean. He's a mean person. He's mean and he's miserable. And he's so he was so mean to Katie when he would be he like... He poured a beer on her head. Yeah. So he's 
I don't. I can't. I have never I been with a man that poured a beer on me. No, that's literally abusive. But it's also just you can't trust a guy that feigns innocence like he does, and then also is capable of like pouring a beer on his fiance's dome skull. <laughs> It's fucked up. So I wouldn't put it past him that it was intentionally to hurt her. I don't even I think what's worse is that it's never intentional, but it's his nature. True. Which is like I also want to hear what DJ James Kennedy has to say about a baby. I'm excited. He's the only reason to watch the show at this point. He's the reason for the season. He is. He is Lotemba. He's Lotemba, baby. He's Lotemba doll. Wow. Other Bravo news. Which this doesn't affect you at all since you don't watch it. But I pray that Q4, I pray once Lodember comes around, you will Carl watch Summer House. Yeah. Hub House and Carlito are engaged. Mm. And honestly, that was the kind of new moon news I needed to make me believe in love again. I'm I back mean, on the apps. I fired up Bumble, Pro, and Raya. They gagged you. And they fucking gagged me with the low timber of... I was a little gagged by it. I'm I, ga- I, I don't we even watch gagging. the show. I've only watched a few episodes and I was like... Hmm for them i was true i like carl didn't Hats he like off to you. didn't he wasn't he honest about one time getting a blowy from some guy yeah yeah i love that Ugh. love hubs that's fucking king shit so i'm here i'm happy and he's sober right yeah Good they literally look like very happy i hope their relationship is like super sweet i feel like it is because they're both like i'm just like all about it and i was like love is real and it exists <laughs> and I- these two are single-handedly Making me believe in love again. And really, in the next, I'll do a tight three and then we'll do get a tight to, three. We still have three to. Uh, I'm continue. I'm continuing to be horrified by the Beverly Hills saga going on. Like Aspen. No, no, no. The oh. Lisa Rinna has been doubling this weekend, double down on how hurt it's now becoming all of our children are being targeted and like they're making Garcelle's sons racist. Oh, okay. So wait, attack back on up, him. Back up, back up. What? So just so to, from the beginning, like lay the, I mean, this is not, this is old news, but Garcelle's Jax, the mm-hmm. 14 year old who I think is the EJ one who, global yeah. told to fuck off. Um, or she told him that. Yeah. Yeah. He has been, he was getting like, he was getting swarmed on his own Instagram by like middle aged, straight women i think just Sounds about right. swarming him with like the most i like diabolically racist over things. what i i think it had something to do with like garcelle and diana and like their fallout her the diana stands imagine out. at this imagine point in the game being standing a, diana diana hey, stand. who called her as a flop okay i'm saying flop is different from what she's okay. not a flop okay but it, she is not a good adjective or not a good noun. A good person. Yeah. Anyway, but, but like they're they're not they were swarming him. They were saying the most I don't even want to it was just ghastly shit to him. So then Garcelle started like posting about it. She was posting screenshots of some of the comments that were just horrific. And then Bravo had to come out and like disavow which is like, okay, like, where were you? Bravo had to disavow what these women were saying. They had to disavow, like, we don't tolerate racist abuse of any kind, especially against minors. And then all the housewives. Wait, and- but like, why would you think that Bravo avows I- that? Well, Bravo's like just trying to protect their bottom line. With but that. every I'm like, cast shut member. Shut the fuck up and stay out of it. But every cast member posted like a statement, like a unified statement that they're like, don't accept bullying. 
I don't think any of them actually used racism in their statements, which I'm like, maybe you should say that. But EJ, of course, in the comments, someone was like, wow, where could have Bravo been when they were targeting your son in law enforcement? And she went, exactly. And I'm like, you fucking. <laughs> when did they target him? When like. Like a s- many seasons when ago. When she felt like Eileen was coming for him for being a cop or something, which is like she was just being drunk and annoying. But like, I was like, way to make this about you, first of all. And now Rinna is like. Where were they when they were attacking all of our children? And she's like, I was Lisa Rinna before I was on this show. Like, and I'll always be Lisa fucking Rinna. Well, that's just technically true. I know, but <laughs> you, yeah. I'm like, okay, but they're, well, I don't now think they're all making it. Now it's like they're all making it like, well, our children were, and it's like, okay, but this is not, it's not the same thing. Like, this, there's a difference. Yes, no child should be bullied, but like, there was a specific reason why he was being bullied. Well, it got like politicized. And I think Diana, and then she posted. She's not saying sorry or anything. No, right? she she said like I stand, you know, against bullies. But like she, there's now some inference that she like bought trolls, like she bought like bots to go after to go Jack's after Jack. Okay, which is like that's been happening. Like now there were rumors about Kathy doing that. Remember to she, go after who? Rinna. When did that happen? So remember that guy like posted Rinna's number and they think like Kathy like paid him or something. There's all these like weird rumors. So this this cast Why is like, Earth- engaging <laughs> in like cyber warfare. They, li- I think that's what rich people are figuring out is like what you do now is like they took like I think that that's what you do if you're really rich and you want to like fuck with someone is you engage in cyber warfare. No and like I can and you buy I- like bots. I'm like I would rather buy bots to like ha- swarm my page with positivity and be like, "Yes, queen, you're simply so stunning, low temper diva." Like, but I would rather have like if it turn it into a popularity contest of like everyone is obsessed with me and no one gives a shit about you. But this is strictly hypothetical, alleged, theoretical. But like, I could totally see a world where like Diana would do that. Or like her social media person does. She's like, she's capable. Well, I think that is like, I mean, Johnny Depp and his whole law team did that. But like, by the way, did you see him at the fucking VMAs? Wait, that was that was I didn't see it, but I was harrowed. I was I couldn't look at his face by the news because remember when we were talking about this, like when it was all going down and I was like, no one should employ him like he's an embarrassment and like a bad guy and like. It's really on the name. It's really on whatever fucking corporation or company decides to like bring him back or like align with him. And then in my head, I was like, who's it going to be? Viacom. Fucking Viacom. They're the one. I thought it was going to be Disney for sure. But no, Viacom said. And I love them being like, let's bring him out on MTV. That isn't that like, don't mostly teenagers are yeah. like 20 something. Yeah. Isn't and, that like Gen Z? Like, and they were probably all like, who is this old guy? They're like, <laughs> who's this mess? Who's this old lady? <laughs> who's this pirate? <laughs> who's this old lady? And he was like, that's my old lady. He was like, I needed the work. What can I say? I'm like, fuck you. Oh, you please. Slime. Anyway, but go drink a bottle of red. Yeah. Stay over smash there. Smash up your house on sweets. <laughs> but, <laughs> He, but the, anyway, that was, I'm just shook by like the ongoing and it's all leading up like, and thank God we didn't miss an episode. I know. Wow. We really, we, we it really was, did it was that. Like, well, it was in the stars. Honey. Yeah, it was. But speaking of stars, I'm Carrie. I'm Larry. And you're listening to Sexy. Sexy. 
podcast. podcast. Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore bitch. bitch. Whatever. Get loud, get nooted, get down, do something crazy. I'm so glad Shelly Took the Night is getting her rifle place in the sun, the song that's used as our Jersey Shore Bitch theme song, because in college, that was me and my friends, like, every night. That was our song. Yeah. I'd never heard it. Hey, hey, hey. My friend Alex Colvin, who's a listener, she had, she always had, like, these random good songs and she would like slip them into like playlists and that song just became one of our anthems so i'm grateful that it's being represented every time i walk in the club, club they're hating on me because i know it look good, good. my hair done right and my dress real tight all eyes on me i took the night the only time i'd ever heard that song was when i deep creeped snooki's youtube channel when jersey shore first came out and, and i located that. her and she would film a lot of videos in her closet of just her like dancing to music and that was one and she was like hey 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 hey, hey. I don't care what these say. say. I, I don't, don't even, even look their way. Look their way. Look their way. In a full like Ed Hardy hat and sunglasses in her closet. I was like, this is queen shit. That song is literally, that's the only verse. Yeah. It's a great I took song. The night. Um, so this, we're still in the midst of Snooki's assault on the boardwalk. Truly crazy. Crazy. I'm glad that she wasn't like super horribly injured from it her i didn't realize how bad her face was well like because you hear those horror stories a lot about how people get in a bar fight and they punch someone that person like hits the floor and dies unexpectedly like like, she was punched off of a bar stool to the floor she had a long way down and like she didn't lose any teeth thank fucking god for her like she was very bruised but it could have gone way worse so shout out to the queen i love pre-assault she goes i mean are you that freaking poor that you can't afford your own drinks i'm like she goes get your ugly ass out of our face let us have our shots someone goes this kid just hit her yeah and he also kept swinging the guy like after they removed him he was continuing to swing in the direction of snooki i'm like you fucking piece of shit and i'm glad his life was yeah me too taken down absolutely ron is ready to kill ron is so deeply disturbed by this yeah they he was the most affected out of all of them which was struck me as crazy I'm like, given his history <laughs> yeah but but Dude. he was very triggered by it and like i mean they were all kind of like like mike was trying to fuck some girl after her. love him but Polly d goes a guy's gonna punch a female in the face that's crazy <laughs> true yeah it's true <laughs> snooki sam and jaywow take her into the bathroom and they clean her up She's bleeding. Her wails, like, post-face punch. How about a punch? How about a little punch? How about a punch? Her wails have been seared into my memory. Like, I, like, know them so well. Like, you could play me a second of that sound, and I'd be like, oh, that's Snooki after she got punched in the face. 
the guys just kind of walk around after he gets arrested by a cop he gets taken away in the paddy wagon and the guys just sort of they're like it was interesting to see this group of machismo they're like a they're a hive mind in this moment and they're and they're trying to make sense of misogyny and like violence towards women mm-hmm. and they can't they can't really process their own emotions about it so they're just walking down the boardwalk punching grates yeah they're and just, trying to like find other men to fight. Yeah, it was very like broke back that scene where they're at the fireworks and he just like punches a guy because he can't. It was also just very like high T men, like mm-hmm. processing their anger. I love Snooky crying in the bathroom. She goes, Please don't tell me I'm missing teeth. Please don't tell me I'm missing teeth. And I was like, Been there. And Sam was like, don't. Now, girl, you're good. Vinny goes, this is like a regular girl, like my sister. And I'm like, men can only see women as sisters, Blood relatives, or daughters, or mothers. mothers. Yeah. Yeah. She's like my sister. I'm obsessed with the situation shirt. The Joker thing? No, later. That's oh. another Iconica shirt. But this one is like... It's like... um, It looks like, like a Hindu god or goddess that's all sparkly. It's like Ed oh. Hardy and it has like gold lettering, but it has this really sparkly like Hindu figure of some sort. And I was like, have you seen shirt Simon's shirt like... with Kali? Yeah. And remember the shirts that you got, like yeah. the short sleeve ones? Like, I love that shirt. Yeah. No, Creeping looks... on a girl immediately just going, hey, so hey. you want to go spend, come spend the night or whatever? I was like, king shit. Snooki gets gives her statement to the police, and then Jaywa walks her home. And Snooki's wearing a hoodie that <laughs> makes her look like ET in the in the bike basket. And to see them walk home together, and Snooki's holding a giant soda, you just hear her going. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, seeing Jaywa—that's us. That is us. You, that you're Jaywa, and I'm Snooki. <laughs> Snooki also in like a juicy couture velour hoodie that would be like a shrunken fit on yeah. everyone else is like a full-blown like draped it's like rick owens draped hoodie over her little et mike we find out ronnie's really he was very disturbed by mike's because mike was mike flying. did not instigate no but he was like he was doing that thing and this is like i'm probably gonna not articulate it but like he was plying the guy with shot the guys with shots he was it's like when a guy can tell a group of other guys are like making fun of the people he's with, they like try to like weirdly be nice or like include them. Win their approval. And Mike's it was like a, confrontation averse, I think. Yeah. So he was like trying to sort of like be the hero. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that happen before. No, I get that. And it was like, it's kind of. I don't. I don't think Mike it's is to blame. No, it's very codependent. It's not. He's not to blame. And also, I don't think he's a fighter. Really, like, I mean, I understand the instinct. My instinct, if someone to gets diffuse. decked in the face, is like, and a brawl ensues, is to back away because I don't want to. You don't want to get in there like I don't want to get in there like Jay Wow. I respect people that I'd do. Get in there. Would you f- throw down? My instinct is always to back away. I mean. Y- I, I'm afraid I, of getting like no. Hit. I I guess if I'm, I would only fight if it's like truly necessary, like life or death. But I wouldn't. I would probably like back up. But like I I mean I mentioned this once. Like I remember one time a guy like <laughs> tried to fight a girl I was friends with in college who took me to her sor- sorority formal and he like got in her face and I had to like I like I like held him back and was like what are you doing? 
he was some like blackout frat and he goes this is between me and her man jesus and i was like what are you gonna punch her like (laughs) no what the fuck and like i'm not like one of those people that's like what are you doing man but in that moment i kind of had to be no and i and he had like the devil in his eye yeah it's scary but i'm mostly gonna just back away Mm because i don't want to i'm gonna slowly edge out of the equation because i don't even want to get caught up in like the fringes of a brawl but if like you were i'd be like she's like my sister i'm gonna get there (laughs) i mean if someone called my girlfriend fat i wouldn't like beat their ass but i would give them a verbal lashing one time this frat guy called me a faggot and one of my girlfriends like went up to him and was like, "You can't call him that!" And like, try and I was and I was like, "Oh God!" That's I, like, her heart's in the right place, but it's not the way to do it. No, I literally was like, "Don't do it," and I like ran out. No, if someone fucks with me or my friends, and like, like I am not a physical fighter, but I will just like I will dress. verbally dress them the fuck down and make them wish they were never born and kick them out of the Uber. You know what I mean, Ron? cuddles with Snooky in bed and he goes we love you you know that and Snooky goes no I don't (laughs) (laughs) when she comes home JWoww's like her bodyguard and she JWoww she doesn't want to talk to nobody and then someone goes Snooks doesn't want to talk to anybody and she gets up and like starts crying in her bed and then later Snooky goes now they know that I they all now I know that they all love me and I love them like all it took was her being assaulted by her right of a man (laughs) Um, Ronnie's still like devastated by Mike. I think all of this leads back to his ego being hurt that Mike and Sam made yeah. out one time. The next day, Ronnie's parents come and his little brother, who's like eight, and his mom. I was is, like, protect that boy at all costs. Like, do not expose him to this. They're taking Sam out to lunch, and Sam's taking a while to like do her makeup and do her hair. Her mom is literally Sammy. Yeah. It's like, it's actually uncanny. Like, they look alike. They act alike. They have the same kind of like. They like fuck with Ron in the same way. Yeah. They're a little, and they're, and the mom is sort of like, well, when's she coming down? I mean, I'm hungry. And so he's like, just drink your, drink your cocktails and smoke your cigarettes. He goes, she takes a long time. Women, you know what it is. I was Mm. like, and then he starts kind of talking to his mother in a disrespectful tone. And I was like, I hate this. And she, but she called, she was like, don't you talk to me like that. Yeah. His parents are like 15 years older than him, I think. I was also like, they're not, they're his not. violence is learned from somewhere. My detective lens goes straight to that family, and I just wonder like what the deal yeah, is. Yeah, what was going on in that home? Sam goes, I really want his family to be like, wow, she's really pretty. I'm like, I was like, girl, you're Don't playing all. this all wrong. You cannot make the family wait like that. No. You just simply cannot. No, you have to be. <laughs> you need to put your hair up in a high pony and like get just out the door. get off your ass and go to lunch with the family. Or wake up. Or just be like, sorry, I'm going to miss you this time. But like when you come back, wake up, come down, say hi, meet them all. And then be like, I'm so sorry. Like I slept in so late, but or I'll wake meet up you early. guys later. Or wake up early and like spend. I don't think up. they can do that. I'm no. trying to just meet them where they're at. <laughs> I'm trying to really respect where they're at. But like the way she did it, I was like, that's the way to get, especially a man's mom to hate you. Snooky so comes outside and they they tell Ron's family about her assault, and her mom just goes, "Oh hell no." I'm like, she was more animated than that. Mm, she goes, "Oh hell no." No, she was. She l- said, "Oh hell no." Uh, I she was down. muted. No, she was animated. Oh, okay. She goes, "Let's go back there." She was like, "Let's go beat their ass." Okay. JWoww takes Snooky to go get fucked up, and I'm like, "This is." I hate to say this, but like, this is what I need. I crave is to see Snooky 
day drinking. Yeah. Remember when she gets like a fucking fat like margarita with a beer upside yeah. down in it? That's the kind of shit that I like live for. When they go to when they do family vacation, like later days, they go to Miami and they like spend two weeks in a house and like recreate the and Ron and S- Snooky at one point they say like it's creeping time <laughs> and they everyone goes to bed and they go out again at like eight in the morning and they they have not slept and they just Major. go to a restaurant and they drink one of those upside down flotas and they just start like falling out of their chairs and like people are coming in to like have breakfast and they're like clearly on like something that was like i love it there was a period of my early 20s like i'd say from like 20 to 22 that that was like the funnest thing to me is like double fist get with like a small group of friends somewhere out in public and get so fucked up that you're falling off the bar stools and like laughing and to the point that you like get cut off and asked to leave oh yeah that was like there's something about doing that that feels very like it's both you bond with the people you're with and it's also like incredibly transgressive yeah i mean i was when i mentioned drinkers tavern in philly i was (laughs) i was thrown over there i think thrice this was my pissing myself era too unsurprisingly but i've also been there where you like you go back out and it's, oh, the, yeah. and it's the morning mm-hmm. and you're just like, we're going to keep doing this. Like we're going to keep. When you get into that headspace and you've like party, party, partied until like your body can now just subsist on partying more and you no longer getting hung over. Like that's the that's vibe. Transhumanism. I think, yeah. I think you actually become your post- blood just runs on some ethanol. oxygen and ethyl alcohol. You don't. Yeah. You you are no longer human. Like I remember one time my friends and I were walking around like the Williamsburg waterfront, and my one friend was waving her s- little sono speaker hanging by a wire, and it and I had this moment of like, this is like a priest with the incense at mm-hmm. mass, and I was like in my head like we are no longer human, <laughs> especially in youth because when you do that after a certain age you're just you like a sad liability and yeah. like you make everyone uncomfortable <laughs> but when you're if you're in... all in it together and you all make it sorry to interrupt you but if you all are like we are doing this together we're in on it we're gonna tape the clocks in this space and you're we... young and you're young but like if as long as you have like at least two or three other people that you're going into this with mm-hmm. you feel good you're fucking golden you're golden you, you're all you need living... is one other all you need is one. But two is preferable because then you the sort more, of... The more the merrier, the more but the not merrier. too many because then you're like SantaCon. <laughs> so you just need like one other like person that's at your level or like three or four and then you're fucking killing it. You need... And then you go through the Stargate. Mm-hmm. And um, ideally you're in like a location such as a Miami or a Jersey Shore, like yeah. a party-friendly location. Ron's mom chaining cigs on the boardwalk. I love. Was me this weekend at the wedding. So Snooky gets a call and it's like, we are informing you that a recent offender has been released on bail. Her assailant. Her assailant is released. bailed out. She's, she's like, I don't know what he's going to do next. He's like, go home and stick his head in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to join the military and be like in the military for the rest of his life because it's the only thing left for him. Mm-hmm. Wow, fucking supportive queen she goes you want to go tan <laughs> <laughs> also when they were driving sam driving 
I had this moment where like I guess it must have been like a producer or a cameraman, but you just see a guy all the way in the back. Oh, I didn't even see and that. It really, it's it was like you know in that there's that infamous urban legend about that movie Three Men and a Baby where it's like what I don't know this. There was this whole like it was like E Bombs World era, but it was like you can see a ghost of a little boy in this one scene where all like Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson, and Tom Selleck are all together standing in the curtains but it turns out it was a cutout of like a kid or something but like that's the vibe i got in this moment of looking behind you thought you were seeing a ghostly apparition okay can i just say Polly is so motivated and this is why he has a net worth of like 30 mil yeah he's calling comine the owner of comma (laughs) and like getting himself a slot to dj he's like tell me how do you do your thing and he's like I do it really well, man. He's like, all right, we'll see you at 10. He goes, yo, this is Paulie D. I'm a DJ. I DJ six nights in Rhode Island. Like, I go to clubs. But he goes, what's your following like? And he was like, well, I go to, I do clubs that have about like 500 people. And he was like, oh, wow. Like, he networked and he got off his ass and worked. And I was like, he maybe cold all, you, I think let's all make a cold call or two this week. So he went from like 500 to 500,000. At yeah. some like Ibiza festival. He so. like has ha- had like residencies in Vegas. Yeah. I'm like, let's go to Vegas for one night and see DJ Polly D do his thing. Maybe. You're not on board with that, but I feel like I could get you there. All right, kid. I go, this kid doesn't even want to go to Vegas and see like DJ Polly D, one of the best DJs in the world, like do his thing. It's What's like, wrong with this kid? This kid is being so weird. This kid's being a fucking hater. Mike decides to do a surf and turf night and he gets a bunch of lobsters. This is daddy, okay. daddy vibes. No, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Papa. Situation makes dinners to hold it against people. He weaponizes meal. Like he, he makes amazing dinners, but he does it to hold over someone. Yes and no. I think yes. Yes and no, because the rule of dinner always when you're in a group house situation is that the people that cook don't have to clean and the people that didn't cook are the people that clean. That's like the unspoken understanding. So I... I get it, but I'm also like, you you want to like... He wants to butt heads with Sam and Ron because of his... He's hurt by Sam choosing Ron. Like, Sam and Ron getting together was the worst thing that could have happened to anyone in this whole thing. And I think it's more out of that. I think he does like being like feeling like he's the king of the house because he does cook the food. But at the same time, Sam's a bitch and she's not like <laughs> so she's not like going with the flow. And Ron's a fucking bitch, too. These kids are bitches. I have to say, I think Mike is jealous that Snooki's getting so much attention. Yeah. He's like, damn her. I love he's like, Snooks, we're going to do surf and turf. Lobs. And she goes, that alive? And he goes, yeah. And she goes. Yo, that's disgusting. I'm a vet tech. <laughs> she is a vet tech. Can you imagine Snooki doing mouth to mouth resuscitation on a lobster? Can you imagine Snooki like the joy of taking like your dog into the vet and then Snooks being the vet tech? That would be mm-hmm. ideal. Snooki goes, I tried to eat, but I couldn't get it in my freaking mouth because I'm disabled. Everyone's like, we love Sno- we- watching her eat is the saddest thing I've ever seen. It's sad. Mike is like clearly fuming because he wants all the attention. He's the middle child. Is he really? Mm-hmm. One of his I... brothers is gay and like went to jail too. Or like is a scammer. Mike was also on Say Yes to the Dress. No. His sister. He was. 
Wow. I still, there's truly nothing that Mike can do that will make me not have his back. And I don't want it to cause tension with this kid that I happen to podcast with. But when no, you I hate like on, Mike. When you hate on Daddy Mike, you're hating on me. I love Mike. I love what he's given us, but I also can call him out when he needs to be called out. Fair. Ronnie says, I pretty much don't like Mike. <laughs> okay, Sammy sucks though. Mike's like, can you just like clear the table? Like nah. he's kind of being a dick about it. Like you can just throw your plate away or like bust your plate, but also like just clear the table. And Sammy goes, just because you cook doesn't mean shit. Like, I didn't ask you to fucking cook for me. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking, you're, that's cunty. She's also, I think, wa- still wants to fuck Mike a little. So she's like. She wants, like, sexy attention from yeah. him. So she's she fucking She and Ronnie him. do not really want to be together, but they think that they need to be. They it's also so have, weird. They have, like, no chemistry. They don't have chemistry. Like, Polly Their chemistry and- is just tears. Polly and JWoww have like raw chemistry. It's sexual. Snooki and Vinny have chemistry. Snooki has chemistry with everyone who interacts with her. Snooki is chemistry. Sam and Ron never have. I mean, maybe I didn't see them. I don't. I'm not getting like a sexual vibe from them. No, I'm getting just like rage and tears. I'm getting like toxic heterosexuality. Their chemistry comes from sadness and like both uniting over like a really dark sad thing like when they were after the punch when they're like sitting on the back and he's like talking about mike and she goes that's not a good friend and you're a good friend sammy is the queen you're causing drama sam sam is like remember when covid first came and there was a video of that girl on spring break and she was like had that horrifically hoarse voice and then she was like i also have coronavirus yeah. and the interviewer was like wait what, what? she's like yeah i just got tested mm-hmm. that's sammy yeah they all the next day they head to this place called f cove which is like a lake this is piranha 3d They're, they take a boat out and it's like a lake where all these people pull up their boats and they just party and like raft around mm-hmm. and sammy goes f cove is like this amazing cove place <laughs> They go, it's fucking cool. We potty hop from boat to boat. That's my hell. Yeah, these are difficult situations for me. Like a boat's gathered around with just like music blasting and beer. Like it's not it's not the way I want a boat. Although JWoww floating alone on a raft is like a gorgeous sight. And honestly, I have to give her props because when that like rainbow fucking flame boat pulled up, I was like, who's this? Like, what's the deal? Like, she chose definitely the hottest boat to go like see what the tea was with those dudes. I was like, those are the gayest dudes at this boat party. But that would also be me. She floated. She floated. (laughs) She floated her way. (laughs) Save you from this header. (laughs) You're like Tom Hanks and Castaway on the raft. He sees like the no when I'm like I'm like that's the thing is like with a bunch of straight people it would be really hard for me to have fun on the boats but, but then, if they if you replace all those straight people with a bunch of gay men and they're oh, flaming be... boats I'd be like I could do this all goddamn day I found the safest <laughs> refuge you can find as a woman that's me anytime yeah help me call me Sammy's so lame she's like fully dressed and like she keeps being like they're like Ron come come dance with us and she's like in a minute. She goes up to like oversee everything. I was like, I know this vibe so well. And I love Polly going, yo, I feel bad for Ron because like every day we party and there are <laughs> girls here. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks for him. He should have been like, he should have been laying pipe this whole time. And instead he's decided to like 
fall into heterosexual psychosis with Sam. And she also could have met like so many hot guys. She could have gotten with like some random guy that wasn't in the house and that could have been her boyfriend and they could have found love and been happy. But it's But instead they've they're cock blocking each other from happiness. You know you're in a bad relationship when like you're in fun places, but you're not having fun together. Well then Ronnie's like, I wanna leave. And this is like this, was this a- is a recurring thing on the show is like Mike goes through a period like this, but when the when one of the guys, it's usually Mike or Ron, wants to leave, they make everyone come with them because they're all like this codependent organism, kind mm-hmm. of almost like VPR, where they like will physically remove their the rest of the housemates. Like when they're in Italy, he literally will like pick Snooki up and like take her out. And you can't do that just because she's little. You doesn't give you the right to like touch her in that way. No, of course not. But it's like this weird like if I'm not having fun, none of you can have fun. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie literally forces everyone to leave and he throws Snooki into the lake. And I'm like, that's not cool. No, like she, she just went literally through... you just threw her. You literally WrestleMania like body slammed her into the lake after she on the same side of her face that she just got punched at. I also have to say the fat phobia on the show is like <laughs> it's giving me like I need to like go check in with my therapist about my own ED <laughs> cuz like <laughs> they they fat shame people. It's like this the was girls, the era the guys, of like yeah. free fat shaming. It's it's left and right like sam's like oh my god that guy's such a fat fuck i'm like holy shit <laughs> well um, i think it's all also from like i know where it's coming from everyone that's doing it it's like they're all stemming from their own ed and like self-hatred the girls are on roids the guys are on roids no, like, everyone in this house everyone on the shore is on everyone roids. in the world has an eating disorder and like when yeah. you fat shame that's where it's stemming from mike is wearing a terrifying sequin Heath ledger as the joker shirt which i was like this is a fucking vibe that's a fashion statement such a such a moment in time captured you see a guy out wearing that shirt looking like him and you know the score already but you're like i was instantly brought back to a place of 2010 mm-hmm. where i was like holy where the dark knight rises was <laughs> the biggest shit or the dark knight was the biggest shit ever yeah and maggie joan hall was just the love interest in that movie How randomly random. in it yeah <laughs> Do you know that, like, when I worked background casting on The Dark Knight? Right. And there was one right. day. <laughs> right. And there was one day where we had to, like, it was for the funeral scene. Mm. And we all had to be on set and, like, manage all the extras because it was one of the biggest days of Chicago. extras. In Chicago. Downtown Chicago, South Loop. And I truly missed such a boat because these two the two women in wardrobe who i'd work with sometimes because you'd have to like schedule background actors to go and get fitted for their like cop outfits and stuff and i was talking to them and then talking to someone else and they were like you should have been maggie gyllenhaal's stand-in they were like we needed a stand-in for her and you should have like done it and i was like this was my hollywood moment this could have been like you would have been spotted and passed me by i could have gotten in and now i'm crouching just behind a potted plant while they film this scene waiting for them to call cut so i can give random people cast as cops advil damn i know (laughs) 
Mike is in his Joker shirt is just making he's basically like sex trafficking. He's like calling people. He's he's pulling a full Jelaine and he's like calling random girls and he's like, yo, is your friend hot too? I love it. But what he's doing is really smart. And I think it's what every single person we need to person. be doing person. We need to be doing a numbers game where you just cast a wide fucking net and see who comes in. It's basically like crab fishing. Well, they bring in three. They, they reel in three, three women that they three can broads. kind of respect maybe. And then they really there's three of them and then they want they really mike is like desperately trying to bring Vinny in because all he wants to do is have group sex <laughs> he wants to just watch his bros pound and he's like Vinny, Vinny, we got another girl for you and he's he's like i don't know and then mike is talking to this brazilian girl named stephanie and like he's like she's the kind of girl that i want to be sweet with i'm like all right i love they get like some girls to come over and Vinny's like Vinny's like they're the kind of girls that you probably have to hang out with like a few times in order to have sex with them. They're not like whores. And I was like, I said this before. This is like, I, I've like had like soft spot for Vinny on various watches of this series. But the more I watch, the more I realize like he's a bitch. Yeah. He's like he's a, a little mean bitch. bitch. And I don't like him. He's just a mama's boy. Yeah. The thing, everyone, too, though, you're either a mother or a whore. This is how straight men function still to this day they might not say it like that but this is why you have to like gamify your pussy with them because they truly do take it to a place of whore or mother even whore mother even if you do like they want to be nursing from you or or just like pump and dump yeah yeah and it's like truly in their dna somehow and it sucks that you have to like walk this tight rope (laughs) It's like it's truly, hell. I don't know how you do it. It's hell. Ladies, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but the gays have figured it out. Mm, Not gays, really. No gays one... are also in a place of pump and dump or like nurse me. I know, but they gays aren't like... I feel like they're less judgmental about like yeah. putting out on the first night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, gays... Gays, are, gays, they, gays everyone wants to come and no one's like judging anyone for like having sex night one. No, but what they will judge if, if, if you're like me and you're like t- on your first date with someone back in the day and you're like, hey, want to get blow? <laughs> yeah. Unless you're both in a place of we're getting blow on the first date. Yeah. And one of you... I mean, I think anyone would judge anyone for that. Yeah. I've gone out like on a first date and I was like... Sorry, I'm really like going through it. I did like so many mushrooms this weekend and I'm just like, well, and he was like, oh my God, like I'm never talking Jack, to please. this person again. Uh, the crew heads to Bamboo and some girls, Snooki's just getting fucking terrorized this episode. Also, it's like you take these people out. It's a group of like hot ass like individuals with cameras filming their every move. And they look crazy. They look crazy. They look crazy as fuck. <laughs> JWoww is truly on another level fashion wise. Like her fashions look really good. And I think Gen Z should try and like, like I think peel away a bit from like the Bella Hadid has- aesthetic and like go more in like a JWoww direction. I think this is the next frontier is like the late aughts. Witch goth. Witch goth, witch, witch with chows, picture plane era, like where it was like Bushwick mm-hmm. ra- warehouse. This is when towards the end of the 2000s was like warehouse. She's warehouse witch. She's wearing She's stockings, w- a leotard, fishnets, fishnets and, boots. and just booty shorts and boots. And boots. 
Oh, she's wearing like a bustier. She looks like this Barbarella. Is, oh, she wears booty shorts when they go out later for Paul, but in this one, she's wearing a bustier. And I think everyone's really activated by seeing them get all this attention. And, and sure girls, enough, like the shit talkers will come out of the woodwork. They call Snooky fat. They go, who's your fat friend? And then JWoww goes, JWoww goes huh? huh? And then she literally. They go, who's your fat friend? She takes her little like Shirley Temple, her dirty Shirley. And she just I'm casually. It's very graceful, actually. I had a friend in college who was like very like classy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways but she was known for when we were out she would just throw her beer at girls faces that she didn't <laughs> from across the room if she got a little if she didn't know she, if there was a girl she didn't like she would literally just throw a drink at the girl or dump it on her head wow and i it was powerful <laughs> i've only thrown a drink in someone's face once and it was for a music video she i've never thrown i've never it was powerful I'm she a was real, a sorority she was a sorority girl and i and i vibe and i would be like you go go throw it's truly you that it's that it. it's that tweet girls does sociopathic shit her gaze yes work <laughs> work. <laughs> work bitch no i'm a realizing even watching this i'm like i'm a real pacifist like i am not a violent person i don't want to like it's throw, a northeast thing throwing down and brawling no just like yeah like i mean i had to like temper my road rage it was a chicago thing Cause like oh, I would go yeah, to 4 a.m. Sure. bars and like almost every night that we'd go out to 4 a.m. bars in college, there would be a girl fight like at Damn. the end of the night. It was, it was savage. JWoww goes, huh? huh? Casually tosses a drink in the girl's face and then they brawl. Cause I'm like, JWoww goes in. She gave a warning. She was looking for an excuse. This is a warning. Yeah. When, when someone dramatically, huh? Huh? You should walk away. JWoww beats this girl's ass, but that someone, I, it's kind of evenly matched. I don't know how many punches she got in because someone else was like grabbing JWoww's hair. Yeah. Once you get to the, the hair extensions, it's like, that's sort of like finish him. <laughs> finish him. So they brawl and JWoww gets like carried out of the club and plopped on the street. And then she's just like celebrating the fact that she like, brawled with Snooky. So I love also Snooky looks over and sees her in a fight and she goes, Jay Wow's in a fight and I'm like, how can I get in there? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Then they head on over to Kama. Well then the next night, so Jay Wow's like, I'm used to like being in the club and having a shot with the bartenders after I beat a bitch's ass. Like mm-hmm. she's not used to like yeah. the way they do things on the shore. The next day, Mike, he calls you okay, he talks to the Brazilian girl. Hi, Tony, are you okay? Is he good? Yeah, he's just acting weird. He's just getting He's used just to tired. you again. He's just tired. I think also the dogs don't ever like nap during the day at these places. It's like being in a prison. He certainly does. He's in the fucking prison he's yard like, all has day. To, he has to get a shank. So he's just sleepy, but also has a little congestion. Paul and Polly and Mike high five because the Brazilian girl tells him that there's already like a word on the street about them being like hot sluts. The guys. About the guys, yeah, and yeah, like hell yeah. The guys, I'm. They're some of the sluttiest men I've ever seen. Polly D and Mike are two whores. They're all whore. And Vinny, I'm like, you're calling these. You're a whore. Yeah, you're a fucking whore. It's truly. This is Nancy in the. Craft. I was just gonna say, you're, you're a, a whore. whore. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. So hot. So hot. Skeet Ulrich in that movie. I know he's the whore. Who's he's the whore PBH. now? That wait, what was it that I? Saw him at LAX. What was it that I was like? There was something so... I just got taken back in time to something so powerful. 
that was like save it for the bonus okay anyways bonus episode you gotta you gotta subscribe to get in on the goods but jenny's jenny's cock boyfriend <laughs> tommy <laughs> sends her dyed blue roses in like a box she calls him also she calls him on the duck phone and he goes did you get the gift i sent and she goes no what what and then some of the guys find this like box left at the bottom of the stairs and they give it to her which is like very telling when it's like you haven't gotten it and someone has to bring it in like and then she goes oh he sent that i got the rarest roses i was like honey they just stick white roses in blue dye and the guys are kind of like in shock they're like damn they're like he's a cuck <laughs> they go out that night and this is the night that Polly d the italian stallion oh sitch and Polly d were really happy because the girls nicknamed them the problem in the situation and Polly d goes I waited my whole life to get a name for myself in Jersey, and now it's finally happening. Polly treats because he he had never been to Jersey. No, it's but this he's is like his... the most Italian person. No, but he's like Jersey to him is like Valhalla. <laughs> it's like in Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> the guys that are like begging. There's like white guy, like white painted faces guys mm-hmm. begging to go to Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla that's my, is that's Polly D. Seaside Heights. Yeah, Polly does his DJ set. They're like, wow, he's such in his element. All the, they're all dancing. Twenty people are at the club. Fucking Ron and Sam leave again. Bye. And Vinny hooks up with a cougar. He goes, yeah. So I'm talking to this cougar, and she literally could not be more than like 27 no. years old. And it turns out it's Danny's girlfriend, the boss. She'd just gone out on a date with Danny earlier that night, and Danny was standing around watching her as the sparks begin to fly between her and Polly, or Danny's her and sexy. Vinny. I'd Danny's be like, hot. I'd be like, Come here, man. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, this is savage. Also, she's a savage for that. Yeah, that's like a shit move. He's like, shit, I'm gonna get addicted or evicted. <laughs> I'm like, I want to Dale, Danny. You're like, come here, come here, man, come here, man. You go, hey, bro, hey, bro. This is a great. You walk in, you go, this is a great shop you got going on here. This is a great shop. Hey, bro, can I hey, take bro. you out for a slice of pizza? Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to really present straight to him. Oh, I can do it. I know. I'll I'll turn on my I'll activate my like fight or flight mode that I used to be in where I like would consciously say dude. This is a dude situation with old Danny boy. Also when <laughs> Also someone on TikTok commented on a post of ours and they said is this guy rainbow flag emoji? And I was like, so the, the gays are questioning. They're wow. Not, you're not coming off as like instantaneously he's gay. Wow. That makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of like <laughs> latent self homophobia. Yeah. But we all have it. We all, and we only, I to love it. And then someone goes, no, they're dating. <laughs> about so, us yeah and someone else was like hmm. so i was like let's keep this mystery going you and i are an enigma a power we're, we're, a, we're a couple that pods together can you imagine we're the da- we're dak shepherd and Kristen bell they don't even pod together they do sometimes she's on there oh it's her friend that pods with him damn wretched <laughs> is this guy is this guy this guy you know <laughs> um well Stay keep tuned. watching our keep watching our ticks watch and our the talks. space because who knows who knows maybe so. <laughs> we may be a couple let's keep this will there won't they energy going
<laughs> you never know. I go, you never know. You never know on TikTok. <laughs> you never know how the tides might turn. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like truly beyond. Mm-hmm. Is I this love guy, it. what do you think? We're sitting here <laughs> talking about Real Housewives. <laughs> Anyways, love and light to all you confused listeners out there. All you confused gays. May all you confused gays and heterosexual. I'll keep up this. I'll keep up this enigma. Yeah, we'll keep it going. For stay the tuned and stay true. Stay true. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.